Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. We're going on an elevator journey with Christian this week in a dream with tall skyscrapers, random cities, and unwelcome strangers. We also have some great catnaps. You know, what's better than having an apple with Buddha? But there is also an elevator to hell, which is not the opposite of having a apple opposite with of having an apple. <laughs> Celebrities in airports, yeah, yeah, and haunted chickens. And you're going to want to stick around because I'm going to tell you a few creepy things that kids have said. All right, bestie. Get in that elevator. Hit floor (laughs) 500 because we're on our way to another great episode. So let's get started. Woo! Look at you all cozy in your jam jams and your cute little new hairdo thanks i love my i had my hair done last week and now you've got your it's like we're brand new people we're brand new podcasters a copycat i just do whatever mindy does (laughs) it looks good on you you look great thank you honey all right let's just roll into it we're rolling right into it here we go this dream comes from christian from new york you're gonna understand why i picked this dream brooke you're gonna understand quite quickly (laughs) why Okay, let's it's, it, see. It's, it's a crazy, it's literally a crazy ride. I love it. So, hold on. You know I'm going to love it. Christian begins. I recently started to remember my dreams almost every day. Most oh. dreams are forgettable because they're too random. But today, I had a very weird and long dream. Ooh. So here's how it happened. Okay. I was going to the apartment of a friend because he invited me for a party. I arrived at his apartment. I found an elevator with more than 500 floors. That's, I was very confused. That's pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty it's like the, big. I mean, I don't even think the tallest skyscraper got 500 I, floors. I don't think so. Was it in Dubai? I don't think so. I don't think that, that one can't go to 500, no, right? No, I don't think 500. Hey, Siri, what's the tallest skyscraper? How many floors? The tallest skyscraper in the world, Burj Khalifa. Has 163 floors. But it's not Berkeley, even close Klipa, to 500. That's the one in Dubai. That's the big one in Dubai. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Five, okay, so we're up like miles um, we're like above the earth. Four times higher than that. And that thing is <laughs> in the clouds. <laughs> Crazy. I was confused about this elevator when I received a text from my friend about which floor he lives on. He said, 284th. <laughs> Could you imagine telling somebody that? Like, come on over. Um, BYOB uh, just hit security code 2634 and then floor 522. <laughs> I mean, like, and how long is that elevator ride? That's right. Be- like, do you have to, do you have to, um, Include that in your commute time in the morning. Like, yes, okay, it's going to take me 35 minutes to get down the elevator. <laughs> Could you imagine having a dog and having to bring oh, it down? You go outside that poor like, dog. Okay. okay. Hold it. Hold it, Rover. Hold it. <laughs> All right. So he, his friend's on 284th. I was on floor 220. Oh. 
So I entered the elevator and pressed the button 284. Strangely, the <laughs> elevator started going up really fast. Oh, wow. It was so fast that it knocked me down to the ground and I couldn't get up. It's it was a, like I was paralyzed on the ground. It's an express elevator. <laughs> like a super express elevator. Well, I mean, to go up 500, I mean, you kind of need a fast you one. You got to go, but I mean, he's only going <laughs> up a few hundred, right? Or not even. Still, no. still, it's taller than that big building <laughs> nearby. I saw the number of the floors as they passed, and for some reason, it was decreasing instead of increasing. Oh, boy. The elevator stopped when I hit floor number 110. God damn it. It opened. I got another 35 minutes to get upstairs. <laughs> well, it's the funny thing. He started on 284. No, he started, did he start on one? I don't know. We're, this is a, I told you, this is a journey. <laughs> it's a legitimate An elevator journey. journey. <laughs> so at, at floor 110, the door opens. It wasn't his apartment. It was the outside of one of the houses that I lived in previously. I was you very confused. You don't say. <laughs> I left the elevator, checking if it was the real house that I had lived in, when I noticed one thing. The area was full of dogs. <laughs> Oh, there's the dogs. There they are. And I remember that two of the dogs were looking at me and growling a little. Mm, I say Christian, I, maybe back up and choose a different path. A different floor. <laughs> I was afraid of being attacked when suddenly I noticed a lady sitting next to these two dogs. She calmed them and then I felt relief and decided to return to the elevator to use it. This time, for some reason... I don't trust this elevator. <laughs> Instead of going to floor 284 to see my friend, I wanted to go to floor one. Just I pressed the number one. Just because? He, Maybe he forgot something in the Christian's car. Christian's like, I'm getting the fuck out of this crazy ass building. One L lobby, L, 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 L. Closed door, closed door. He's hitting it really fast. Like, it doesn't help anything. You know that. <laughs> The elevator went down normally this time, mm. but it stopped on a floor that I don't remember the number. <laughs> it was somewhere between 60 and 69. <laughs> it's so specific. I love this dream. The door opened. I was for some reason at the center of Rio de Janeiro. Well, that's why you should have gone to the 60s floors. Previously, you could have gone to Carnival. Right to, to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's fun. I remember that I was confused, and there were four strangers that then entered the elevator with me. Hmm. I noticed that these four people were all looking at me, and it was scaring me. But I stayed quiet without moving for my own safety. One of them pressed the button 50. Okay, we're going down, Sil. We're going down. <laughs> when the elevator reached floor 50, it opened. It was in the middle of another city. They all looked very confused at each other, and then they left the elevator. Again, I felt big relief. <laughs> For some reason at this moment, my appearance changed. Of course this is where your appearance changes. It always happens between 30 and 50 floors. <laughs> For some reason, I am now a small young girl. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. We've seen this before. <laughs> My new appearance resembles the characters from Adeline from the Kirby games. I pressed the button one. Because that's probably all she could reach. <laughs> What's the Kirby game? I don't know. 
It's like a video. I mean, there's like a Kirby video game. Oh, okay. But one yeah. is the closest. Well, I'm just guessing. Oh, you're talking about child, the elevator. Oh, my God. I'm yes, so I'm dumb. Sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about <laughs> video game terminology. I'm like, what no, is no, no. pressing one she mean? Pu- Got it. Floor number one. We're going back down. Cut it out. <laughs> the ele- I'm keeping it in. <laughs> the elevator goes up this time instead of stopping on floor 90 when it <sighs> opened. I was in a city without any sign of life. I don't like this elevator, Mindy. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> You're not getting anywhere you want to get. No, first up, of all. down, sideways. Just, it just goes wherever it it's wants like to go. It's like the Wonkavator. <laughs> I decided to get off on this floor, floor 90, and I explored that little city for a little while. I only had a little bit of fear this time, but had more curiosity about the place than fear. Okay. After some time, I decided to return to the elevator <laughs> And press the button 500 this Why? time. Why? Going Moving to the top. Moving to the penthouse. Penthouse party. To the north side. <laughs> After the elevator went up for some time, then I woke up. Oh, my God. What was on floor 500? We'll never know. The penthouse. <laughs> but what city was it? Was it Paris? Oh, like, where I are we going? They were back in Dubai, maybe by the end. Oh, right, probably. I don't wow. know. Okay, so if you had to guess, Brooke, why do you think I picked this dream? Oh, was it because I was stuck in an elevator once? <laughs> no, <laughs> I do remember internationally. That. Wow, that- <laughs> Yeah, is, I, I picked it for the numbers because there's so many numbers. Oh, numbers. But, there's 50, there's 350, there's 70, there's one, there's... Yes, yes so many numbers. But let's share with our bestie. So you're stuck in the elevator story. <laughs> I was in Mexico for um, spring break one year. Yes. Just the, fun, which fun. is a good way to go, kids. Just mm-hmm. saying. I was there with three other girls. We had one room. We were just splitting it. And the elevator was like a two-person elevator, you know, like a like a small elevator. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty small. Two people is, is not big enough. So, like, the it's two like- people that had the biggest suitcases, surprise, I'm one of you? them. Shocker. And then my friend, Taryn. And so we're like, okay, we'll go in the elevator. And the other two were like, well, we've got like nothing. We'll just walk down the stairs. Okay. Well, then our elevator just stops. And how many floors were? I mean, how many floors? No, no, it wasn't. Was there five hundred? No, it wasn't. It was more like seven hundred. No, no, it was like (laughs) four floors or something. It was okay. Not not horrible. Not horrible, but like you're trapped in an elevator. In a foreign country, and yeah. you don't know what's going on. Like, we didn't know what to do. And, like... You you didn't learn how to say, I'm stuck in an elevator in Espanol, bro. You didn't like, learn that uh, is in that Spanish yo class? soy something? I don't know. Stuck in el- elevator. Stuck oh. in elevator. <laughs> si, I mean, por favor. <laughs> Assistience. Uh, Assistience. Por favor. <laughs> And we were in there for a good hour before we even terrifying heard anything. And it was like a knock on the top of the elevator. It was like, hola, yeah. como esta? And I'm, we're like, I don't know. 
I don't know. We're not good. I don't know. We don't speak. I'm running out of air. We only speak English. Like, please. And the thing is, it's like, I'm the one that's kind of a little claustrophobic. And my friend wasn't. But she was freaking out. Oh, yeah. So I, I had to just like take that, that other. That yeah, I had to point. put you my had to stuff aside and be like, hey, Taryn. Party in the elevator. <laughs> Too bad you didn't have any cocktails with you. At that no point. cocktails, unfortunately. Darn. But like, I had to turn in as you would too. The the sympathizer, you know, the one that is mm-hmm. going to take care of the people. So we got out. It was and fine. It, how, how long did, did it take you? How long after they got there did it take them to get you out? Maybe another. 30, 45 minutes. So maybe two oh, hours so total. Long. But it feels like eternity. This is why I'll never enter an elevator without my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Ever. Like, I don't know why. Like, if I'm in a hotel or I'm just running, so I will always Mindy, stop and make sure I have my cell phone. You are a silly goose. Do you remember <laughs> how old we were when we were going to do um, spring breaks? There were oh yeah oh right there were no cell, cell phones, back phones then. were really a thing. I mean if you were I if mean, your parents had money maybe they but, were yeah. around but they weren't common they were they were just used to make telephone calls yeah yeah to make telephone yeah, calls yeah. and they certainly did not have international packages no <laughs> well Christian didn't get stuck in the elevator but he also didn't get where he was originally intending on going either so here we go. So we've talked about elevators, any sort of transportation, escalators, elevators, stairs, up and down kind of means, you know, positives or negatives in your life. The problem with this dream is we are up and down and up and down again and down and up and then up and down. (laughs) I'm going to go through the floors with you for a moment. So bear with me. Here's how we here's how we got here. Okay. 500. Mm -hmm. 220. 110. One. 60 to 69. <laughs> I love that one. It's just 50. 60 to 90. 500. So we kind of like go down uh, and then up and then down and back up. It's, it's just, it's it all over. It feels like a roller coaster ride. And I know I say that a lot, but <laughs> yes. like it really does. Like literally, like it's taking Christian all over the place and like, for Christ's sake, maybe all he wants to do is go down and get a coffee, and he's going 500, he's going to one, but then he can't get out on one, he has to go up to 60 to 69, like, it's like... And here's the problem, he never got to his friend's house, this is the whole start of the dream, yes. is he had to get to floor 284, and he never, ever did. I think this overall arching thing of this dream is going somewhere with no destination, like, mm-hmm. maybe you're at that point of your life, Christian, where you're... you're, you're I, your opportunities are open. You don't know where you want to go. And that's mm-hmm. kind of coming through in the stream, I feel. And the fact that he's going to all these different cities. Every time the, the elevator opens on a floor, it's a different, it's a different place. What I does, like Does to Christian say. need to... Sorry. No, no, no. That's totally fine. But I've always loved the quote, life's a journey, not a destination. Mm-hmm. So maybe Christian's just on his journey. And like every elevator door that opens is a little insight into maybe what he wants mm-hmm. or tells him nope 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 i don't want that i don't want to be there so like well i think that's interesting as well because let's talk about these places he stops the first one is a home he used to live in yes so that's familiar right mm-hmm. we're starting in a familiar place yeah 
But there's these dogs that are growling at him and being aggressive. And so all of a sudden, he goes to very fearful, something that should be comfortable and common to him. All of a sudden, he's put in a situation where he feels fearful. But then there's a woman there who calms the dogs down. And by the end of that visit to his this floor for, <laughs> well, what are we on? 110. He's calm. By the time he gets back in the elevator, he's like, okay, I dealt with that situation. I'm getting back on my ride. <laughs> right. Stop number two. We're in Rio, Rio de Janeiro. Here, four strangers get on his elevator. So he sees the city. Four people get on. And he says he's feeling uneasy when they get on the elevator. He's like, I'm trying to stay still. I'm trying to, you know, not make it's them like notice me. I, I have a bad new, feeling. I know this sounds stupid, but it's almost like the new dogs. This, These are the dogs yeah, mm-hmm. in this part of the dream. <laughs> exactly. I thought the same thing. It was like a challenge. And it started off hard again. And by the time they got off, he was like, okay, that part's done. <laughs> then we go to random city. I think, I don't know what we're on floor 60 to 69 now, I think. And... <laughs> Here, we have a challenge where his appearance changes, and all of a sudden, he becomes a little girl. So, again, another challenenge <laughs> yeah, that's happening. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then the last one that he gets off, and he says it's a little city, the last place he stops. And he says when he went out to explore the city, he felt more curious than fearful. So, yes. each of these floors he's stopping at, each of these cities or destinations, he's becoming more and more open to the change or more and more accepting or more and more less fearful of his journey that he's on in life, I think. I agree. It's a pretty interesting dream. I haven't come across one like this, but I would be a fool not to talk about the numbers a little bit. I I want you to talk about the numbers, but I agree (laughs) with you that this could just totally be a learning experience dream. Like, I would love to know how old Christian is, Mm -hmm. what stage of life you're in because Mm -hmm. your outlook is totally different you could have two different experiences when you're 20 and when you're 30 and have it be completely different just Mm -hmm. just be or just because if he's 70 and he's (laughs) you know looking back more this is like a reflection on his life you know i started off being fearful and i you know this this journey of this elevator is kind of like a a replay of how his life was and how he grew up throughout the journey i don't know but let's talk about the numbers i i can't i can't skip this part because it's the whole reason i bought into this dream (laughs) oh no the numbers oh man okay so typically how i look at numbers and numerology is if there's a large number like uh 284 you add the two plus the eight Mm -hmm. plus the four which gets you 14 you add the one and the four that gets you five so five is your number numbers between zero and nine so I kind of did. I, I kind of went through taking, all these floor I, numbers. I, I'm like getting relaxed. I'm like, I want to hear this <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I'm getting through all these floor numbers, and let me tell you a little bit about which of these, what these numbers kind of come through. Just one word that maybe can express what these yes, floors please. perhaps meant. Five hundred. Number five is about freedom, mm. feeling unoppressed. Four is about stability. Number two is about balance. Floor number one, which is about being original and your true self. Right. Number six is about acceptance. And then we go back through stability, and then we go to freedom, and then we go to surrender, and then we go to freedom again. There's a lot now, of freedoms in that. <laughs> there's a lot of freedom in it. <laughs> I don't know. Numbers are, I always find interesting in dreams. I think being that he's bouncing back and forth between these different floors can just mean that he, at different parts of his life or his future or where he sees himself, he is going through all these changes. 
I, figuring out who he was originally. Where is he finding his freedom? Where is he getting his acceptance from? But either way, whether it's not a direct route, like life isn't a direct route, it's about ups and downs, he gets where he wants to go. He gets somewhere at the end. He does get there, and he doesn't cause too much of a fuss wherever he gets. Like, he doesn't let it Mm -hmm. overwhelm him. I feel like he's got a lot of changes in his life, but, like, he opens the door, and here he is in some other city, and he's like, yeah, let me go take a look. You know, like, he's more Mm -hmm. curious than afraid, and I love that quality in a person. I love that quality in a person. I think the last floor is also telling that it was the top floor. It's the mm. penthouse. It's the pinnacle of the building. Is that the end of his journey? I don't know. Or is floor one the end of his journey? What if this is a sub-basement and actually oh! floor 500 is the lowest floor? Oh, no. And floor number one <laughs> is the lobby the other way. Mindy. I don't know. Don't, don't get me started. Please don't <laughs> get me started. I do want to go to sleep tonight. I'll be thinking about it all night. <laughs> Thank you, Christian, for sharing your dream. I awesome. found it very interesting yes. and a yes. wild ride. Yes, yes, yes. As we do say, a wild ride. <laughs> bestie! Bestie, bestie, calling all besties. Mindy never knows what to expect from me. No, I don't. (laughs) Hello. This is Bestie, yes? This is Bestie here. I'll take your call. Colin, (laughs) answering on Klondike 523. You know what a great way to support the show would be? It'd be great, of course, if you lived in Chicago. We would all love that. And you could come to our live show on... What, what? What, what? Saturday... February 24th at 7 p.m. in Elgin at the Dark Matters Podcast Festival. Just come. Just come. And if you don't live in the area, guess what you can do? You can join our sleepover squad. All you got to do is go to revelations.com slash support to see all the different ways you can support our show. But for the live show in particular, go to revelations.com slash live and sign up for our sleepover squad it's worth it it is now time for you to settle in Mm. for catnaps Mm. with your host brooke aldhouse hi there how are you tonight we're about to get into some catnaps Are you ready to cuddle with me? Because I'm ready to cuddle with you. (laughs) Catnaps is where we share listeners' dreams. We don't analyze them. We just want to hear the softness of your voice and the love in your heart. So, let's get started with these catnaps. I've got some love in my heart to share tonight, Mindy. (laughs) So happy to hear that. This is Charlie from Chattanooga. Says... Jet, my wife, and I had an argument. The results were hilariously terrifying. That's an interesting combination. You don't hear hilariously terrifying too often. No idea what the argument was over. The dream didn't reveal that context to me, or I just Mm -hmm. don't remember. What I do remember is that my dream, when I went to sleep, and while I was sleeping... She shaved my beard into Civil War-style mutton chops. 
Oh, and changed my <laughs> changed my Facebook screen name to Mr. Stinky Strawberry Cheesecake. <laughs> wow, he's a catch. I mean, I don't know what she, she trying to like pawn him off on someone else. Because is that she sounds trying like to make him sound bad? Because he's just sounding better and better. Brooke, do you want me to see if they're still together? For yeah, you can or? you can you dig into this? <laughs> Yeah, I'll find out. Maybe that fight was a little too much for the relationship to handle, and I can uh, see what I can do with Mr. Mutton Chops. <laughs> Mr. Mutton Chops, Mr. Stinky Strawberry Cheesecake. Mm. As a result of this name change, I became an instant social pariah, obviously, yes. among all my friends and family. The in-dream, in quotes, result was devastating. The real world view is hilarious. Like, why would my brain even generate that scenario? My wife and I aren't fighting or anything either. Just total random. Oh, sorry, Brooke. He's taken then. He's taken. Uh... Well, we'll keep our eye out for, for something similar. Maybe st- stinky New York style cheesecake. We'll see if we maybe can stinky New York style pizza. <laughs> That sounds, mm, that sounds good. Um, he finishes with just saying it was just total random download of the stupidest crap my mind can spew out. Hey, that <laughs> happens to all of us. It really, really does. Well, I have one here from Ruby from Idaho Falls, Idaho. It'd be weird if it was Idaho Falls, like Montana. So here we go. <laughs> I started having what I think are night terrors when I was 19. The first one, the dream was just black, except for a gray, expressionless, and eyeless face Mm. that came closer and closer and closer to me. You know, I don't like it. (laughs) I didn't know I was screaming until my parents rushed in and asked me what happened. For a while after that one, I would occasionally have dreams of usually spiders pouring out from under my pillow and then I'd wake up backing off the bed and screaming like the spiders in my dream were real and I was trying to get them off myself. And uh, this is uh. the last nightmare I remember was I had these inky black hands reach up out of my mattress trying to grab me. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And that was about 3 years ago, but I haven't had one since. Good. You were like on a very bad train. I'm so a very bad glad you ride. haven't had one since. Ooh, yeah, those are three bad, three bad, bad ones. Ooh. Three really creepy. Which ones do you think the worst are of the three? I we have eyeless man, faceless guy, spiders on your pillow, or inky black hands reaching up from your I mattress. mean, inky black hands reaching up is probably the scariest but i don't like spiders so i wouldn't want them around me either but i i have seen spiders i have not seen inky <laughs> black mattress hands, a man no like reach up mm. Mm, that would probably do it for me <laughs> i think i'll take the hands i'll take the hands spiders I'm i know out. spiders I, I aren't take, your jam i'll take paranormal over snakes or spiders anyway what? Oh. Snakes is a different story, Mindy. We didn't say snakes. We said no, spiders. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you got another one for us? I do. And this is from Jennifer from Atlantic City. Oh, boy, this is sad. My dead mom just left me a voicemail in my dream. That's the title oh, of the dream. Okay, okay. Hmm. 
I lost her three years ago, and it was very unexpected and unbelievably hard. We had a great relationship, and I miss her every day. When I saw mom on my phone in this dream, my heart sank. It I'm was, sure. I mean, you. I could it. you imagine? I can't. I can't. I like can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. It was her voice just saying, "Hi, mm. baby. It's me, June East. Give me a call." That's exactly what she said. <laughs> I just woke up in tears, and I know it sounds silly, but does June East mean anything? Aw. Man, I don't mm. know, honey. I don't June know. June could be anything. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's a future thing. Maybe she sees something in your future that someday it's not going to make sense today. No. But it could make sense in the future. And like East, too, you know, like one... It, there's so many things with directions that we're just going to have to kind of wait and see on this one, yeah. I feel like. I think so. I just... But thank you for sharing. Yes, thank you, thank Aww. you. At least you got to hear mom's voice. That has to be... Aww. Even in a dream, that has to feel special. Yes. Okay, this is an interesting one. This is a dream story from Laurel. And I don't know where Laurel is from, so I'll just say Laurel. As a child, I had a recurring dream of a little blonde girl in a high chair in a kitchen Hmm. that I didn't recognize from my own life. Fast forward 35 years. Oh, boy. I find my biological sister, who is blonde, and I'm a brunette like my bio mom, and my biological sister has a photo of herself exactly like what I saw in my dreams. Oh, my God. I should mention she is two years older than me, and I never met her as a child. I was placed in closed adoption prior to birth and left at a hospital with my adoptive parents. Oh, my God. Family lore says that all female children on my bio mom's side have the sight. I 100% believe it as I am prone to both seeing and dreaming about events before they occur. Get it, girl. Use that sight. Figure it out. Yes. Can you imagine? Study it. Just yeah. let it. Don't let it scare Come. you. Let it embrace you and learn how to use it. For good. For good. But... <laughs> not for evil evil uh, can, can you imagine that all of a sudden that exact moment when she saw that picture from her sister i would die and was like, that's it that i saw it. i've already seen this yes like wow 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 that is a wow moment isn't it this is from Kristen from jansen my dream started where i was walking up a hill at the top of this hill was a massive tree Fantasy sized. Under the tree was a man. I'm just picturing like the the tree from Animal Kingdom at Disney. Oh, see, the I big have giant I have tree of life. Okay, since I was 17. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, Mindy. I'm not laughing at you. I only went <laughs> once. And that was like a couple years ago with a bunch of kids. It took me like 40 years to get there. I mostly went for me. I'm not. I'm not lying. <laughs> I brought my kids with just to be nice. Under the tree was a man. I don't know how I know, but I knew he was Buddha. It was like we were good friends. I walked up to him and we hugged. We both sat with our backs against the tree, not speaking, just enjoying the weather. It sounds lovely. I'm, I'm there. I am right there. It was a sunny day. Buddha stood up, picked two apples from the tree, and handed me one. Now, this seems like a Christianity trick to me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So is Buddha, mm-hmm. is Buddha playing a joke? I don't know. He sat back down 
and we both ate our apples in silence, and then something woke me up. I'm not sure of the meaning of this dream, if any, but I can't stop thinking about how peaceful and beautiful of a moment it was. I was so satisfied with everything. I would love to have this dream again one day, if only it worked that way. Exactly. Yeah, if only, if it, only yes. it worked that day. Oh, I want, I want to have that dream too. I want to have an apple with Buddha. What do you think Buddha would talk about, or does he not talk? I, I mean, well, it seemed like it was pretty it's not like quiet. Gandhi, Gandhi didn't talk. No, it seems <laughs> like he was pretty quiet during this whole encounter. If you could ask him one question, will you marry me? <laughs> I was not expecting you to ask to, to propose to the Buddha. Well, you know, I'm here for surprises. How about you? Okay. What would you ask? I was thinking like well, world peace or like, you know, how do we, well, you know, fix conflict like of I can know, humankind fix world or peace. just I mean, I would like to know his opinion. <laughs> what? Okay. So do you think is that what you'd ask his opinion on world peace? Yes. Okay. How can we be how can we better humans? <laughs> and Brooke just wants to have a party. I want a ring and a party. Well, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm sure Buddha's very wealthy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. He lives Why with nothing in a monastery. I don't think he's having the most financial stability. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got Miles here from Denton, North Carolina. I don't remember much about my dreams. I can usually only recall tiny snips of them as I remember them throughout the day. This time, I was in an airport. For some reason, I was in the arrivals area. I turn around, and there was <gasps> Jay Alexander. Ah! I I know you love Miss Jay. I know, oh and I love always loved watching America's I'm Next Top Model. So excited. You're like, I don't care where this is going. I don't care if the dream's over. Good dream. I'm in. (laughs) Brooke, do you want want the honors? Yes. If you don't mind. Please. Hashtag. What does Jay Alexander dream? I'm sure it's fabulous. Mm, Gotta be fabulous. Should we um, even go to the next step maybe for our sleepover squad? Oh, we could. Yeah, we could. Go ahead. Let's just say that Miss J may have sent me a special birthday message from Cameo, and it's the best thing I've ever seen. I know. You, this was like the best gift you ever received, I think is what you said. Like, this is the best gift I've, I've ever gotten. I've shown it to everyone I've met, even strangers. Like 10 gro- If we're like, <laughs> if I'm in the grocery store line, I'm like, hey, you guys want to watch this? Miss like, J is my, my friend. Oh, Miss J. Be fierce. Love it. Be fierce. Oh, be so fierce. And tell us your fierce dreams. Yes. Fierce and fierce. Fabulous. And mm-hmm. I'm sure they a lot of gorgeous fashion. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Miles is in the airport arrivals and turns around and sees Jay Alexander. I can't. From America's Next Top Model in a pink sweater. Just when I you thought wanna, this dream could get any scream. better, Brooke. I don't want to scream because my levels will get crazy, but I am like all over this. Maybe this is 
because I just saw Avatar, but he was tall, abnormally tall, like 10 foot kind of tall. She's gorgeous. She's got legs for days. Yeah, she could be 10 feet tall. (laughs) Hey, you're that guy from TV, right? I say. Yes, I am. They reply. (laughs) I took a step forward and we shook hands. Cool. Have a nice day, man. I said. You too, said Jay. And then we went our separate ways. Oh, my God. I would have been humping his leg. (laughs) (laughs) My dreams are always like this. Completely boring aside from one minor detail, which makes it exciting. I was going to say, if you consider this dream boring, you, I am not friends with you anymore. This is the best dream ever. (laughs) This dream was enough to wake me up and question, why the hell was I having that dream? Hey, because you wanted to have a good time in your dream? Don't question it. And yet, you know when you're with Miss J, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good day all around. Mm -hmm. I love it. Love it. Miss J, my baby girl. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had that dream. You try tonight with all with that ambient. You try. You try. I'm gonna try. Maybe you'll have some real hard. Think about Jay. I'm gonna watch my cameo like 17 times. There you go. And I'll be in bed like. (laughs) (laughs) They found her in bed watching a cameo for someone named. (laughs) Well, repeat. Weird. Mr. J. Alexander, but she goes by Miss J. That's my new obituary. And yeah. I'm I'll, I'll, happy. I'll make sure it's written that way. Thank you. I appreciate I it. I know you would. I'll, and I'll even get the cameo for your eulogy. <laughs> A new one. If only. <laughs> A dream come. You know, I, I, I have said that. I don't know if I've told you this, but I have said I've only received two cameos in my whole life, but both of them have been spectacular. And I, I've told Brett, but I'm telling you because you're the best friend. Uh-huh. I think it would be really, really fun if my fiance, when I have one, like <laughs> proposes over a cameo, like picks like mm. my favorite actor or musician, and, and like sends in mm. the information, and it's like, okay, now turn around, and like he's just down on. Uh, like that would be good that would be cool and for our bestie who doesn't know what cameo is this might be a little confusing so maybe we can explain it real quick Mm -hmm. cameo is an amazing app out there where you can look up different celebrities that might be advertising (laughs) their services (laughs) yeah that doesn't sound right i was like how am i going to explain this um basically you choose a celebrity that is on the website and then they're all different prices depending on how famous they are usually stature yes mm-hmm. and then you can send them some bits of information about the person you want the message to go to and then they record a message for your loved one and it gets it's sent awesome. to them birthday christmas whatever maybe it's a wednesday and you're like Wednesdays suck. Maybe love maybe you, she just needs a little Wednesday pickup, you know? I would love, you know, we should see if Cameo wants to sponsor us because I think this is a raving review. It you. is a raving review because <laughs> two out of two, 100% I give. 100% both were. Who is, wait, who is the other one? 
It's Brandy Glanville from <laughs> Real Housewives oh, of Beverly right. yeah. Hills. That's right. But seriously, I don't know what it is about cameos. Like, they mean so much. I mean, we live in this. Yeah. I mean, for me, especially, like, because you're just an I live in that pop fan. culture world, yeah. you know, and I'm like, Jay is talking to me and telling me my cat's names and telling me I like vodka. And I'm like, I do, I do. Like, <laughs> it's like you're almost real friends, bro. Almost, almost. almost. Like if someone had to pay to be paid to be your friend. Almost real. <laughs> I know your cat's name and I know you like vodka. So where's Can my Can you send bucks? me a little quick video and that will be my birthday? <laughs> no, and um, just send it to Brett first so that when he sends it to me, it'll seem like a birthday he's present. Paying. Oh, because he's paying for it. Yeah, yes. someone's got to pay for my time. <laughs> someone's got to pay for your time. Shonda from Tulsa. So basically, it was a small area, a village, swamp, forest, mountain in the middle, a giant glass elevator. Mm-hmm. No, we're in the back of the elevator. Oh, I where? know where this is. I know where this is. You know where it is. Do you know what floor? This this is a Christian's world. This is Christian's uh, this world. Has to, <gasps> this has to be floor 412. I'm it has certain. to be. I feel like I this is directory. a 412. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> because a weird monster... <laughs> made of mud and slime comes from the swamp threatening the entire town no me and my crush in quotes had to go look for some keys and go up the elevator Hmm. Okay. okay okay we find the keys and open the elevator that was on floor 500 by the way (laughs) penthouse But in a turn of events, the glass elevator breaks. Oh, oh no. And causes us to fall far down to a hellscape. A hellscape. Who says hellscape? Wow. It's hot down there. We find the slime monster, fight it, and we both sit at his giant throne. While the whole town cheers for us. The end. (laughs) That's that's a good, I like that one. I like it. Yes, it's a positive ending. Besides like the the terrifying slime monster. Elevator crashing hell ride. Hellscape. Yeah, I mean the rest of it seemed pretty good. (laughs) All right, I have a short and sweet one to wrap it up with. This is Juan from Detroit, Michigan. I had a dream that I was living with my family in a new house, but the house was haunted by a chicken. (laughs) I can't do it while you're drinking, because... I'm back. The house was haunted by a chicken. The house was haunted by a chicken (laughs) that had gotten to your bed while you were sleeping. Oh, no! I don't know if it's a ghost chicken or it's just a chicken. Either way, no thanks. If it got mad, it exploded. (laughs) It had a grenade type thing strapped to its back and sounded like a robot when it creeped up on you. The only thing you could really do was keep your cool because it fed 
on fear. (sighs) These grenade chickens are making me nervous. (laughs) Well, he he did title this one Chicken Bomb. (laughs) Chicken Bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Haunted. Well, if it's haunted, I'm guessing it's a, a ghostly chicken with a vendetta. Yeah, it probably yeah. is. Yeah, he had a hard time in Nam. He's he's got a <laughs> he's got, got some, some uh, PTSD. He's got some demons to work out. <laughs> yeah, he does. You got to give him some some therapy. Well, that was a fun group of catnaps. I don't know what I liked more: the Jay Alexander in a pink shirt or uh, riding in elevators. Um. I think we stuff. both know that my favorite was Miss J. <laughs> of course. Christian Christian, thank you so much for your crazy elevator journey. <laughs> and also, we have more elevator journeys in our catnaps. Lots of elevators, yeah. Lots of elevators tonight. But yes, thank you to Christian for your um, wild dream. And thank you to all of our catnap submissions because... They were all over the place, and we had a really fun time. And said, if you want to see Miss J, join our sleepover squad, com slash support. Good fun, good fun. Mindy, you have kids, right? If I'm not mistaken. A few, yeah. And you just have a, a few? I, I believe so, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. At least these people, these smaller people these, run around my house and ask me for money. These shorter people eating your food and living there yeah. might be your kids. Yeah, they might, they might be. <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot, but like kids say the craziest things. I know. Yes. Has anyone of your kids ever said anything that like scared the bejesus out of you like was like so creepy where you're like what the what hmm and if not that's totally fine no i i I would say the the one thing that it's not creepy but it is funny and since we are coming up on the lenten season oh um, we are in the lenten season oh we are in oh that's right we're technically in the lenten season (laughs) my oldest when she was little i said uh what do you want to give up for lent like usually you know, it's Chocolate. like candy. She goes, dead stone cold, cold delivery. My sisters. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't think that's an option. But, but it, she it was always so honest always stick with me. Always stick with me. stern. Like she knew what she wanted to give up want All three life. of them, gone. <laughs> God bless. She knew what she wanted. <laughs> I love that. But no, nothing scary. Nothing nothing that creeped me out in a, any sort of way. Well, I have a list of things that kids have said to their parents that are nightmare-inducing, if not maybe nightmares themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. are these things yeah. kids have dreamt? Or are they really happening? Or whatnot? So I'm going to okay. read Fun. some... Yes. <laughs> Okay. What's the eeriest thing a child has ever said to you? When my daughter was around four or five, she calmly insisted that she had once been married to a man named Brad Huffington. When we asked... Very specific. (laughs) Very. Brad Brad Huffington. Huffington. I am Mrs. Huffington Huffington of the Huffingtons. (laughs) That's how she would say it, too. Yes, darling. Yes, darling. I'm from the Huffingtons. You have not heard, no, of us? 
our summer home. When we asked what happened to him, she replied with a note of sadness, he was lost at sea. Oh. I mean, this this is... Mr. Huffington was a sailor. Mr. Huffington was lost at sea. That's horrible. But I mean, for a four to five year old to come up with <laughs> right, a whole sea. name, Brad, Brad Huffington. <laughs> I That's mean, you good. don't just make up Brad Huffington. No, it'd be like Elmo smiley face, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I agree. Okay, here's another one. Our three-year-old daughter was playing happily she suddenly stopped and said, the last time I was here, I was sitting by the river and some men came and threw me in. I died. She then went on playing and has no recollection of the incident. Weird. Very chilling. Huh? Just very chilling. Yep, yep. It's funny because one of the twins, the older twin, she's like, do you believe in reincarnation? And I said, I don't believe that anything's really a possibility you know yeah, there's a lot of yeah. religions that do believe in it she goes i think it could be true like she's she's pretty convinced that she's we're figuring it out on her own yeah. like like because all that's what buddha kids, said yes that's what buddha said all the all kids know is what we teach them mm-hmm. so it all depends on them trying to dig deeper and maybe find something that relates more to their own beliefs, which I think is amazing. Except for this kid, this kid that you just died in a river. Okay, Mindy. Okay. Okay. We get it. (laughs) In my early twenties, this is a different story. Mm -hmm. In my early twenties, I worked at a daycare. One of the two year olds started randomly approaching myself and the other staff and would simply say, baby ghost oh this occurred (laughs) every other day for a week or two one day when his mom came to pick him up i told her what he was saying and asked if it was something at home too do you have a cat named ghost or something baby yeah like Like, um, that would make sense (laughs) you know cute cute baby ghost and she thought it was from something at daycare so daycare thought it was something at Mm -hmm. home Home mm-hmm. thought it was something at daycare. This is a typical conundrum. <laughs> we were both slightly freaked out. A few weeks later, the mom learned she was pregnant. Oh. Could have been a coincidence, but I can't help but wonder if he predicted the pregnancy or was the baby contacting their brother. Interesting. Ooh. And this is something like I I wanted to um, talk about because there was a sub note like that the mom left. It said it made me ponder an interesting thought. When we think of ghosts, we think of the ghosts of people who have died. But is it possible that there are ghosts of people yet to be born? Mm-hmm. And or that I brings us back to the idea of reincarnation. Maybe you're between lives. Maybe. I think that's very interesting. I agree. Okay, here's another one. We were driving into the city when, at the time, my three-year-old pointed out the very tall skyscrapers and said, 
I used to live in a tall building like that. <laughs> Could you I imagine a lot- three-year-old saying that? You're like, no, you didn't. Right. I was, like, I've been with you since the day you were like, born. You're like, shush, shush your mouth. <laughs> I had a lot of nice stuff, but it burned up. Oh, oh, dark. I was alone there. I didn't have a family, and now I have a family. Oh, He did this several times, same exact story. We are a big family, and he adores his siblings with extra gusto. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Oh, God, that makes Hmm. me sad, but, like, happy at the same time. Was the building... Was it 500 stories? Did it? Did the elevator break into a burning inferno of hell? Mindy, all of those things happened. We know. <laughs> we know. Why are you wrong, bringing it up again? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes, all of those things happen. This is another creepy one. My son used to talk to and about... German soldiers while he was alone in his room. Oh, when he no. Was three. No. You don't know. You don't even know about German soldiers. <laughs> like, at you three. shouldn't know about German soldiers, little man. Oh, that is. He's, mm. I, he's probably so confused, Mindy. Like, I know. Who are these people and why am I hearing so, this? Uh, oh, that'd be. Yeah, that's not the one you want to be reincarnated from. No, 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 no. Mm. Okay. We live 300 plus miles from my parents, so our son only saw them twice a year at most. Okay. He did talk to them on the phone as much as a child under four could. My dad (laughs) died three weeks before our son's fourth birthday. Hmm. We were all at the funeral, and our son sang Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star to my dad as he in quotes, slept in the casket at the viewing. Several weeks later, I got my son up for preschool. He was extra tired. I asked him why he was tired, and he said, I'm tired because I was up all night playing games with Grandpa. He went on to tell me they played Chutes and Ladders, Candyland. Oh, it's going to break my heart. (laughs) I know which were all games they had at the house. It made me cry both sad and happy tears. I asked uh, him, next time Grandpa stops by, please tell him I say hi. Oh. He promised he would, but the subject never came up again. Oh, oh he just wanted to, God, wanted to hang out with his grandson. That's so cute. So cute. Oh. When my niece was about two and a half, She told her dad on the way to daycare that they forgot the diaper bag for her sister, who was about six months old. Okay. My brother-in-law turned around to go back home for the bag. On the way back to daycare, there was a fatal accident involving both the cars that were originally ahead and behind him. Oh, my God. He asked her why, so his daughter, his two-and-a-half-year-old daughter... There's something going on there. ...asked her why she told him about the bag. Her answer, the little girl in the front seat told her. Oh, crazy. 
Yep, that's giving me chills. That's giving me chills. Yes. Thank God. Exactly. Thank God. My youngest, she's 28 now, used to be scared to go upstairs alone even during the day. Hmm. We had one bathroom upstairs. She would wait for anyone else to go up. Then she'd race upstairs to the bathroom. <laughs> I get it, girl. I yeah. get it. You gotta go. You gotta go. Yep. I finally got her to tell me why she was so scared of the upstairs, even in daylight. She told me this scary old witch lady would appear in or near the closet. And she described her crazy hair, her claw hands... And no. how small Lions. and hunched over she was. Nope. So that was the story. But then the mom made a little sub note that says, A few days later, we were at my parents' house, and I asked my mom for any photos of her mom. My oh. daughter freaked right the hell out. <laughs> the scary lady was my mom's mom. Oh. She had severe rheumatoid arthritis and used a wheelchair and was hunched over. Oh. Her hands were misshapen from the rheumatoid arthritis with big knots on her knuckles and oh. her fingers were bent like claws. The crazy hair was because she had to wait for someone else to comb it for her because she couldn't do oh, it. Oh, it break my heart. Yeah. Oh. With her own hands. So it wasn't a scary lady. It was just great grandma. Not a scary lady, but wow, what a yeah, what an amazing cute. thing to like connect to another it, generation. And it just calls back to that dream we had from Laurel earlier, where she saw her sister before she knew she had a biological sister. Mm-hmm. The exact same thing. Like that just blows my mind. It does because I don't know how I would handle these situations. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would be cool, calm, and collected, but who the hell knows? When you're put in that kind of situation, you might react differently than you ever thought you would. I wonder if some of these kids that were doing it, like when they were younger, when they were three or two, or if they have any recollection of it as an adult, like, or if it's something that was just like a fading thing, it was like there and then it was gone. Because I also think that people who are sensitive in that, they kind of always have been. So it was like not shocking to them for something to happen. They've always had weird things or things they couldn't explain from a young age. From the people I know who are sensitive. Totally agree. But that's the thing that's scary is because they don't have guidance. Like there are these children that you know have sensitivity or even special traits but it's not like something that you are taught or you go to like school to and learn look out about. For. You don't read about yeah. that in your parenting book. <laughs> yeah, that's like, not in oh, there. Oh, if your kid acts like this, they might be sensitive. <laughs> that's not in there. Hmm. You're de- you're a, you have a, you've produced a devil worshiper. And you you must have skipped that chapter. My grandma was always sensitive. Like my mom's mom knew people were pregnant before they knew they were pregnant. Like... I she'd think always, you told me that. Yeah, she yeah, always like would have a dream of someone just, who passed, and that's when she knew that someone was pregnant. Like, she knew my mom was pregnant before my mom knew. She knew her some of her grandchildren. Like, 
some people just have that that ability. I think it's, it's that incredible. is it's that sensitivity. You have to be open to it. Yes, true. And if you are open to it, it can be so enlightening. And obviously, your grandma was open. To well, she was this born idea. on Halloween, so she was a witch. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good note to end it on. Mindy's lack of witchiness, and you know, bestie, you can make it up to me. My lack of feeling fulfilled as a witch. Just do us one favor, and let's tell your best friend about the show. Tell your favorite sensitive person. They probably already know, though. They probably already know. They already know. tell the person that gets on the elevator with you that, hey, listen to Revelations, but also, can you hit 500 on the... Can you hit number 500? That's where we're going. Floor 500. Penthouse, baby. Can you tell them about the podcast? (laughs) Could you imagine the numbers on that elevator? It would be like... Seven feet tall, like one, two, <laughs> Well, nowadays, <laughs> they have, like, the actual, they have the actual, like, you can push in, like, dial in the number. You don't have to, like, you don't have I, one button for every floor, Brooke. Miss, Miss Mindy knows all. <laughs> or you can tell your wife after your fight, say, stop calling me stinky strawberry cheesecake and just listen to this podcast because it's gonna make you feel a lot happier and we're gonna get over our fight it's great it's great and thanks for the mutton chops they look awesome mutton chops they're not coming back in bestie that's how we grow is if you just tell one or two people every week that's how we see our numbers go up and that's why we keep coming back and doing the show for you hi mindy Hey, we're still here. Um, like, hi again. We haven't gone anywhere. We're just in a nux- another segment of the show. Hi. <laughs> What's new? Mm. Like, we're, we're, we're recording a couple of these in, in succession because I'm going to be gone on vacation. So we're just trying to get a bunch of them out. So, so I feel there's like I just not a to bunch you. new since we last spoke. But I do have. I think a trip. it's what you're saying. But yeah. w- you do have something interesting to tell. I do have a trip. Uh, Mark and I are headed to St. Louis tomorrow for two of our kids are in a soccer tournament. So uh, the best part of it is it's outdoors in February in Mindy, St. Louis, which isn't very warm. You know what the temperature is going to be? Your sarcasm, and <laughs> I agree. I think any parent, any sports parent, especially outdoor sports parents, soccer, baseball, softball, it, yeah, yay. Mindy, it's February. I think the, the temperature at uh, the start of the game is supposed to be about 30, so we're just going to bring lots of blankets and... Cheer on those kickers. The The kickers? kickers. That's the name of their team. Go kickers. Go kickers. Forever happily. Well, it's not going to make me any warmer. Um, No, it's But, uh, yeah, so not really looking forward to to the car drive nor to the sitting in cold. But St. Louis, yeah. Uh. Let me know if there's me in St. Louis. I'm not saying that the whole way there to Mark. How'd you know? (laughs) What else? Uh, St. Louis got that. And then we have our live show coming up this weekend. Oh, yes. So uh, you and I will be face to face in our jammies making people laugh. 
And we have special jammies. We do have special jams. And then you're coming here. You're going to have a good night's sleep. I might sleep there for like four days because I know you're going to be away. And it's the only place that I sleep soundly. It's so strange. If you had not gotten this new job, you could have like just stayed here and dog sat. Yes. If I hadn't gotten this new job, I could have just stayed here and taken care of everything. But like. So that's your news. New job starting. New job. Good job. Congratulations. Very exciting. Merci beaucoup. Well, I think it's a good fit for you from what I know. And I think you're going to be amazing. I think it is too. Yeah. (laughs) Love you. Love you. Is Ambien now really getting there? Is it getting in? Yeah, it's really getting there because (laughs) I'm getting very like, also with Ambien, when when I start getting hungry, Mm. That means Ambien's kicking in. Oh. Because, so, like, you're not you supposed to have it, like, I don't know, like, two Does hours it make you before hungry? you eat. But for me, it makes me hungry. So mm. that's, I know that when I start getting hungry is I'm on the short path to falling asleep. <laughs> you're on the elevator to the land of Nod. I'm on the other. Well, take take the enjoy the scenic view from the five hundredth floor and Thank you. Um, I hope you have some amazing <laughs> dreams tonight. I might. Ambient dreams. Hey Bessie, ambient if you have dreams. have ambient dreams, we want to hear them. Let us know. Love to know. All right, Bestie. Until next week. Sweet, Sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches.